The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel app. Did you know the app can help you forecast more than just the weather? With allergy tracking and fluid mapping. So you know when to stay inside and load up on podcast, as well as air quality and UV indexing. So you know when to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcast. Forecast more of what you love with the Weather Channel app. Now, before we start this episode, I just want to say that this is the last episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. <clears throat> Sorry, it's the last episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens that will be posted on YouTube.com slash Chris. If you want to watch the video episodes, please subscribe to YouTube.com slash at Unhinged. The link will be in the description, and you don't want to miss the next episode because it is my 30th birthday extravaganza. <laughs> Are we, is this thing one? Are we ready? Oh, we're recording. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I should be an announcer so bad. Slash, if this whole gig doesn't work out, we have a we have a thing going on in the future. I don't know what the sentence is. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we get into the episode, I just want to say subscribe to Unhinged with with with, with, with boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. And we have a new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash unhinged. Be sure to go subscribe to that because this is the second to last week that these will be uploaded to my main channel. And then they'll just be up on youtube.com slash unhinged. So you don't want to miss out. I'm wearing these very stylish Jeremy Scott, Linda Farrow collab sunglasses. They're like little hands and I just see through the little fingies of it. I don't know. They're weird, and I love it. (laughs) Um, We also are going to be recording another Unhinged After Show right after this, where we break down the episode. We do a little bit more fun games and things like that. I have a little gift on my side table that I will be inhaling. Cannot wait for that. You can go check out the After Show on patreon.com slash chrisclemons. And yeah, that is really all of the BS to get out of the way at the front. How are y'all doing? I see you guys dressed up, Sam. What is... Tell me about your look. Who are you wearing? <laughs> I'm, I'm a lion. I'm wearing um, Halloween Town, Burbank, California. 
um, where I went last night and there was a line around the block to get a costume. Oh, work. I thought you were talking about Halloween Town, like the movie. And I was like, whoa, what? You stole a costume from one of the actors? <laughs> yeah. I was very concerned, but oh my God, cute. And Justin is um, what? I'm a crow. I'm a crow. Got it. Totally. That's what I was going to guess. Not a mosquito or an anteater at all. Just a crow. And then Jake, um, Jake got plugs. So <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what's happening over there, but I never <laughs> do. And muted. also you're muted doll. So that's Feeling okay. good. Um, I have been just chilling lately. Been really enjoying being home. Oh my God, I've almost gotten into so many car accidents trying to take pictures of all the leaves. I don't know why my mindset this fall is... This is the last fall we're ever going to experience because of climate change. Um, I don't think it's quite that drastic or dire, but there is just something... Oh my God, being back in Delaware... I know I had like fall last year, but something is hitting about this fall. Everywhere I turn gold everywhere i turn red everywhere i turn the most fuckable color of orange ever oh my god it just titillated thinking about fall and the leaves oh oh my god i was out walking booger (laughs) wait do you have the voicemail sam oh yes yes let me see if it'll oh my god okay you have to listen to this guy (laughs) oh my god sam sorry i didn't mean to still be on the phone there's a snake in the road and i'm trying to pick it up Ah! oh my god is it biting me is it poisonous Oh my god, what am I doing? Well, don't eat that. (laughs) I literally made friends with a snake in the road. There's a snake in my boot. Um, It was just this, like, little... I've never seen a snake in Delaware in my literal life. It was just this little baby. Just, like, squirrel... Huddled up? What does a snake do? Curled up. It was all curled up in the road, and... I was just like, hi, little buddy. So then it took me like 20 minutes. I'm sitting in the road with Booger while she's on her leash. And I'm trying to pick up a fucking snake that's all of like seven inches long. Um, I eventually picked it up and I took little pictures with it. Oh, my God. It was the cutest little thing. But I think it was injured. So I moved it into a garden because, yeah, I'm a humanitarian. It's okay. It's all good. Come get me, PETA. I want an award, honey. Um, but yeah, oh my god, I'm normally terrified of snakes, but it's the big snakes I'm terrified of, both in the animal kingdom and sexually. They're all scary. So yeah, I wanted to do what we did on the 100th episode and read through tabloids, because if you did not watch the 100th episode, you missed out on quite literally one of the funniest... I mean, it's not funny, because like I still think it might be true, but like... It was just a fever dream. That's a better way to describe it. It was a fever dream. And I am now a fan of, like, the National Examiner and the National Enquirer. They're just, I mean, the quality of them. What a treat. Um, So I've pinned down a few things. Oh, my God! I forgot to say the most important piece of information. This is my last episode as a 20-something The next episode you guys see of me is going to be me as a freshly turned 30-year-old. Like, I... Oh, my God. I can't wait to be in the grave. Oh, just another year closer. I am also... You guys are getting, like, the first look at this ever. But I'm wearing some of my new middle kid birthday drop. I'm feeling dirty and 30 in this sexy little puff print. I'm doing a big birthday bash 
and um, I made merch for it with Middle Kid, my company, and I'm just super excited. I have sweats, a hat, t-shirts. It's going to be cute. Oh my God, I cannot believe this is my last episode as a 20-something-year-old. That's crazy. I'm very excited for my 30s. We are going to be doing a birthday episode as well as like a a more adult, professional, retrospective episode. So anyways, um, all that to say that I'm about to go read some bullshit in a tabloid. There were horoscopes, which is why I remembered this. So I figured we read my horoscope. I am a Scorpio. And this is what the National Enquirer or something, the National In Touch, the National Examiner. What's the difference? What's an examiner and what's an inquirer? No, I can use context clues. Thank you. A Scorpio, October 24th to November 21st. It's tempting to ignore disputes with loved ones, but get them out in the open while Mercury visits your sign. Together, you can resolve difficulties and restore harmony to your home. Oh, God. Wow, that is... Hmm. That hit a little too close to home. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like they know that I'm feuding with my siblings. Um, anyways, uh, on the next page is a story that just, especially after my Will- Wendy Williams stint last episode, Arnold's 300-pound pet pig trotted off to the fat farm. What a title. Bodybuilding fitness fanatic Arnold Schwarzenegger had to terminate his pet piggy's appetite by sending the massively overweight 300-pound porker to fat camp. The famously muscle-bound former governor of California admits his overfed trotter, Bacon, (laughs) that's so fucked up to name your pig Bacon, was pigging out on so many treats, Arnold had to find a way to make the swine shape up. Baby, it's quite literally a pig. Let the piggy eat. This little piggy went to the fat farm, and this little piggy should have been fed by its owner. It's supposed to be a miniature pig, says the 76-year-old Terminator star. So I had to send it to a fat farm. Imagine how crazy that is, sending a pig to a farm at 300 pounds. I, I think that's like what pigs were put on Earth to do, is be 300 pounds on a farm, no? Arnold, stop taking steroids. The star says it was his pal George Clooney who got him to make his first pig purchase. I've always wanted to have a pig because George Clooney, when I did Batman and Robin with him in the 90s, he had a little pig and it ran around with him all over the place on set and everywhere. Yeah, that seems like a reasonable reason to get a pig. That inspired me 20-something years ago when he bought his first even-toed hoofer. (laughs) What are these sentences this glorified toilet paper magazine is using i must have bought the wrong one because in no time it was 300 pounds and i could barely lift the son of the gun he recalls that is such an arnold phrase to say i feel i mean i know nothing about him but son of a gun that sounds just on point he also couldn't get rid of it his kids loved bacon and helped fuel the weight gain by feeding it all the time (laughs) oh god Well, um, so off Bacon went to the fat farm. Arnold runs a tight ship when it comes to fitness. I don't give a shit anymore. Wow, what is the point of having a piggy if you're not going to let it just get... I mean, fat as fuck. Isn't that the point of pigs? I don't get it. Um, Also in the same issue of the National Examiner, there is 100 Ways to Live to 100, which I thought was very fitting as I turned 30. Um, The first one is Sleep Nude. 
During sleep, we cool down slightly and release hormones that repair the body. And also, take this with a grain of salt, guys. This is, once again, to emphasize, the National Examiner. Um, another one is get some grapefruit. Oh my God. I love putting grapefruit in my cocktails. It really is great. Snuff out cigarettes. This is one of the most effective things you can do. Quitting cigarettes can now add as much as 10 years to your life. Here's the thing. I don't want to live 10 extra. I would like 10 taken off. You know, by the time I'm 70, I, first of all, don't even think we as a population is going to make it to me turning 70, but like, why do we want to live longer on a planet that's only living shorter? I don't, I don't get it. I want to facelift at 40 and I, oh my God, that's 10 years away. Ah, oh my God. <laughs> I turned 40 in 10 years. That just put everything in perspective. Um, let's see. Take up yoga. No. Be diligent. No. Be nicer. Absolutely not. Seven, eat your veggies. Eight, take the fast track. What does that mean? People who fa oh, fast one day a week for 10 weeks are shown to kickstart their longevity gene, SIRT3, which produces proteins known to protect brain cells from stresses that contribute to energy loss. See, the thing about that is fasting stresses me the fuck out. So I don't think that that's, that just seems counterintuitive. So I'm just going to not do any of them. Nine, laugh at life. Oh, <laughs> baby, that's all we can do. Uh, otherwise, I will just cry. Accentuate the positive. People who don't dread growing older live more than seven years longer. Oh, I'm like excited to get older. I don't think I could make that more clear. Twelve, go nuts. Oh, nut eaters. I've, I eat nuts. You know, it's been a minute since I've eaten a nut. But listen, I'm down to eat a nut. <laughs> That's so <laughs> insane. Um, Thirteen, be a news hound. I am. That's why I picked up this gorgeous magazine of factual information. 14, stand up for yourself. I do stand up. I don't know if I'm standing up for myself. 15, take a walk. I take two walks a day now. I don't want to brag. Enjoy tomatoes. Who made, like, what white woman made this fucking list? Like, eat salmon. Be a city slicker. Focus on fond memories. Like, shut the fuck up. It's like in the same... <laughs> Trawl your family tree. By looking at the health history of older relatives, you can discover what diseases may gen genetically run in the family. But don't worry, you've been fasting, so those stresses won't eat at your brain. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Yay for K. I was hoping it was going to be like, take ketamine. <laughs> Kale, collard, and mustard greens are high in vitamin K, which is shown to slow cognitive decline. I... These are all saying the same fucking thing. 57 is exercise, but then 69 is bike. Um, and then we just learned to take walk. Like, this is... Booger, we're going to pick up your shit with this magazine when we're done with it, okay? How about that? How about that, National Examiner? Um, next, we have the National Enquirer, which... Um, this one I'm very excited about because Cruel Caitlin hits below belts. Plans to jab K-Clan in toxic new tell-all. First of all... K-Clan is crazy. Loose-lipped Caitlyn Jenner is planning another bombshell tell-all to exact revenge against the Kardashians for icing her out and settle scores with her famous foes, sources spill. The former Olympian, 74, recently revealed she doesn't speak to ex-wife Kris Jenner, the House of Kardashian matriarch, and is no longer close to the reality TV family. The sex swapper, father... <laughs> 
this tabloid, the way they describe people is just out of pocket. It's like change that's rattling around. When I sit on a couch, it's out of pocket. Oh my God. The sex swapper father daughters, Kendall 27 and Kylie 26 with the momager during their 23 year marriage, which ended in 2014. But the insider squeals. Now even Kendall and Kylie have turned their backs on their pop. Caitlin figures she has nothing to lose, so she's going to write the whole truth and make them sorry for shunning her. Yep, nothing says I'm going to get family members back like throwing them under the bus. (laughs) Oh, the secret. Oh, my God. In the 2017 book, The Secrets of My Life, the blabbermouth dished about her transition from man to woman. But the mole whispers, this one is going to skewer everyone around her, especially the Kardashians. She's saying she's going to lay bare exactly what Kim and Chris did to get famous, including the inside dish on the infamous Ray J sex tape. She's also going to spill the truth about Chloe and her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson. She knows why Rob has been in hiding and why and will lift the lid on that mystery, too. This just feels gross. Like, I don't really give a shit about any of these people, but like... That's messy. And you know what I'm here for? A big old mess. Mm. Um, I was going to read something about Kanye clones Kim, but I don't really care. This, I think this paper is like drying out my fingers. Um, it's very off-putting, and I'm not too into it. I thought there was a list in here of famous November birthdays that I wanted to see who else I shared, but I can't find it, and that's feeling like fate. So, um, oh, shit. I just realized that we're entering Uncharted Waters. Because, oh my god, it's time to play truth or drink. But this isn't a normal game of truth or drink. I mean, it is. But I told Sam to go hard. I gave Sam, like, no limitations, no boundaries, nothing. And I figured, you know what? I'm about to be 30. Let's shed the last two decades. Oh my god, I've been... Three decades? I've been alive for three decades. <laughs> wow, nothing makes you feel older than just rewording a sentence. Oh my God. Yeah, I want to just put the next the last three decades behind and start new, baby. So I have a nice little white wine for a nice little white woman. Um, I got this when I was in the Finger Lakes, Idle Ridge. Shout out 2019 Dry Riesling. I'm gonna pour a big cup because I'm feeling scared now. (laughs) We're also going to be playing some truth or drink on the after show as well, where there's going to be even more crazy questions. Oh my God. Wine glass, please don't fall. I really don't have the energy. Okay. Oh my God, Sam, I'm scared. So you have your drink ready? My drink is ready. I even got a bucket of ice to keep the wine cold because I don't know if this will even be enough. But here we go. I'm grabbing. I'm grabbing me goblet. I think you should be brave and answer them. Then you won't have to drink as much, but... But, like, the idea of drinking also sounds exciting because it's five o'clock, so... <laughs> Papa's thirsty. This this could be easy or hard, depending on what's going on with your family right now. Um, what, Who's your least favorite sibling? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um... Who's my least favorite sibling? I mean, I can't... I can't answer that today. I am trying to get to a better point with my siblings. Okay. The too long didn't read. Nothing 
dramatic happened. Um, I invited my entire family to my birthday, my 30th birthday party, and it requires getting there by plane. And I said I'd really like to have everyone there. If money is a problem, I'll buy flights. Like, totally fine. One of my siblings replied almost a month later, and the other one just, like, didn't seem to try at all. And it just has me feeling a type of way. And, like, I feel like I don't ask that much of my family. Like, I definitely used to be high maintenance, I feel. But, like, I've really kind of settled down. Um, And, yeah, I'm just kind of bummed. We talked about it for so long, and I thought it was a go, and it wasn't. So I'm not going to answer that because... (laughs) It sounds like they're tied. Yeah, they're tied. We'll say that. (laughs) I'm an only child. Okay, what what was the worst way that you've ever cheated on a test? What does worst way mean? Like, what? I mean, you've cheated on a test, I'm assuming. Bitch, please! <laughs> I cheated on all my tests. You don't think I have? I don't have the memory or reading comprehension skills, as we well know by episode 103, to do well on a test. I just I did what I had to do to get the degree. Okay, and look where I am. In a yellow sticker tile room. So look who's fucking losing now. Um, the worst way I cheated, or is that does that mean like the most genius? Most genius or like most deceitful, like or most deceitful. Um, I mean, one of them, I just straight up had my book on the floor and was using my foot to flip pages. Um another one. Oh, I loved doing this. On the end, we had those big TI Texas instrument calculator, graphing calculators. I would write with pencil on the lid because it was gray. So it kind of looked so I would just slide it out and slide my calculator and like into the lid so the teacher wouldn't see it. And then during the test, I would take it out and I would have all the formulas written. There was one time in college that it was my sophomore year, I was in London studying abroad. And I took like all of my gen ed because I went to art school. So I had to, I had like requirements that I had to take. And one of them was like a, a sciencey type of class. So I took, uh, I almost said theology, which I did not take, uh, psychology. <laughs> and I, here's the thing. I should be like a patient of psychology. I should never be a student of psychology, you know? So, um, my teacher told me that she was going to be gone for the final. And so she gave us three essay topics and one of them was going to be on the test. So I typed up all three of the essays and we had to bring loose leaf paper in to write the essays. So I printed it out and put it in between my loose leaf papers. And then I just wrote what I had Oh my God, I was done in like 10 minutes. And I was like, girl, you might've blown the cover, but it was a substitute teacher and I passed. So Cheers. Yeah, I also did a lot of writing with pencil on the desk. I need to stop talking. I realized that I just answered the question like seven times over. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Told the truth. (laughs) Yeah, I stand by that, though, because one, I knew I was never going to be in a profession where it's like I needed to memorize stuff because I already knew that that was a weakness. And two, I don't remember the second. I'm already feeling the buzz. I feel the buzz addicted to my wine. <laughs> That's what suburban white women are singing. Anyways, what's the how many of these do we have? I've got like 20-ish. <laughs> so, so we've got a lot we can save for Patreon. 
Yeah, let's save some for the after show, my dog. My dear. Woo. Okay, are you ready for the next? I don't know. That was an easy one to answer. Now I'm scared. <laughs> okay. Um, do you think that your podcast is better than Brittany Broski's podcast? Sam, what are we trying to do here? Was that a bad one? <laughs> you told no, me to. but like, go what the my... fuck are you trying to make me do? What? Where am I? <laughs> um, I want to make you sweat. Let's. I actually have never seen Britney's podcast. I what? don't watch. Po- I've never. I don't watch podcasts. I barely watch YouTube. This is a dead, <laughs> honest to god answer. I've seen her podcast set in real life. Um. And it's definitely more impressive than mine. They're just different, I feel. I feel like our podcasts are different. Like, mine's, like, fun time, and I I don't know anything about hers. I just have seen clips, and she's really funny, and I've seen clips of mine, and I'm really funny. So let's stop pitting comedians together, okay? It's time to stop pitting white people against each other, Sam. This is white-on-white crime. Come on. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to take a drink. (laughs) I'm going to take a drink. All right, moving along. You're shady, Miss (laughs) Samantha. Samantha. Thank God I decided to pick wine instead of vodka. Shit, I'd be dead. I wouldn't make it to 30. (laughs) Okay, I want to know. Somebody asked you in the live show about like a celebrity run-in or something, but I'm curious, who is the most famous person that you've matched with on Raya and have been like interested in? Oh, this is really not that exciting. Um, I don't match with, like, really anybody that exciting. I did match with Beanie Feldstein, like, back when I lived in New York. Um, And we were talking, I think I matched with Ireland Baldwin. And then I got just really scared because of the fact that her dad is Alec Baldwin. Um, Mm. So I stopped talking. Yeah, like, I've tried matching with, like, Lil Nas X. He, I am not a twink enough for him, apparently, which is a bummer. Um, so yeah, I would say those two. That's pretty lame. I know that that's a great insight into my life. Like everyone thinks I live this cool life. It's like, no. Okay. Chris, have you ever sold an illegal drug? I mean, bitch. Well, wait, (laughs) (laughs) well, what's illegal? Like a prescription? I mean, I think that is illegal to sell something that's not prescribed to the person you're selling it to. Are you saying have I sold an illegal drug or or have I illegally sold drugs? (laughs) Illegal drugs. I've never sold illegal drugs. Have you ever illegally sold drugs? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen, if we didn't know, I have crazy ADHD and I had an Adderall prescription at like 15 not realizing what Adderall was. So like, here I am. I'm like, well, the doctor told me to take it. So I'm taking an Adderall on the way to school, washing it down with sugar-free Red Bull every day, a whole can, while driving on the back roads with my road rage father, while he blasted Madonna and Lady Gaga, while our silent neighbor that we carpooled with sat in the back seat. Talk about a fucking panic attack. Are you joking? <laughs> so by the time I got to college, I was ready to fucking throw that Adderall to the trash. However, everyone was like, whoa, you have Adderall? And I was like, yeah, why would you want this? It's a panic attack in a bottle that I had to get a paper from my doctor for. They were like, well, it helps me study. Oh, my God. I mean, I... 
I was a business student in college. Let's just say that. <laughs> so yes, Adderall, sue me. I don't anymore. <laughs> Stop that when I was about 22. <laughs> you weren't the kid like outside the library. Just I felt like I was like one text away from just being put in cuffs. I was terrified for the record. Like I only sold it to like my friends. I never like people would be like, Oh, I told my friend. And I'm like, well, I'm not giving, I'm not doing that in London. However. Oh, so NYU has like a business program that studies abroad in London. And I was there at the same time as this business program. And all of the business students were hitting me up and they were like, well, that's not your price in New York. And I'm like, well, we're not in New York supply and demand. (laughs) Heard of it. I made 500 UK pounds selling 10 pills. (laughs) I had those business students by the balls. Me as a little photo. I was like, supply and demand. Oh, I made so much money. Don't sell drugs, kids. I mean, okay, do what you have to do, but don't get caught. (laughs) Oh my God. I should be drinking this whole bottle of wine. I mean, we're going to have to send this episode to a lawyer. Okay. I have to breathe. Um, I'm scared. Why do I keep answering these? (laughs) Yeah, you can drink. Like, I know. Why don't I'm just like, I could talk. Ugh. Anyways. Okay, Chris, what do you think your best skill in the bedroom is? laying there i mean what are we talking about receiving (laughs) oh not receiving in the tissue though i meant like receiving oral (laughs) i have never taken a d up the b i guess that could be considered a skill i'm getting more open to it but like i'm we haven't crossed that bridge or crossed that line or entered that threshold um, what is my best skill in the bedroom? Like cuddling or kissing. <laughs> so Aww. I'm like so fucking white. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, I honestly have not had physical contact in so long <laughs> that this question is almost about to make me cry. But luckily you can't see me through these glasses. <laughs> I'm going to drink and also answer that. Oh, wow, Sam. These, I told you to go hard. I didn't think they were going to be this crazy, girl. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> okay, wait. I think this one could be fun. Um, oh, good. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, fuck, Mary kill. Trisha Paytas, Shania Twain, Hillary Duff. Well, I am so sorry to Miss Paytas, but I would marry Hillary Duff and sleep with Shania Twain. That like was the easiest. That was the easiest FMK I've ever played. Like that really was Booker. Are you sitting in front of me? I thought it would be hard because you like them all. I mean, I like Shania and Hillary. Like I'm trying to figure out how I feel about Trisha. Trisha's so entertaining, but like, she's also done so many problematic things in the past that I feel like that was a pretty simple exit plan it's hard to read some of these um but oh it's even harder to answer some of these so don't you sweat it sam (laughs) what's the biggest thing you ever put in your butt (laughs) sam Sam! um (laughs) the biggest thing i've put in my butt probably a butt plug like a Like a relatively decent size, not a decent sized one, just like a teeny one, like a little 
it's like a wine cork essentially that is the biggest god i am so boring but like at least i'm an open book or maybe like someone's finger has been up there or like someone's tongue i feel like i've had someone with a fat tongue put it up there which is like oh god are you why i don't know how that tastes but go off Okay, that was a lot of answers. Okay. I don't know why I'm answering all of this so honestly. <laughs> like, Chris, take a fucking drink once in a while. <laughs> um, No, you're doing great. Okay, so if you could... Hold on. If you could go back in time and choose your dad, would you choose Jake or your real father? What the fuck? I didn't write all of these, by the way. I think I think I would keep everything as it is. Like I think I would literally choose my old dad because one, I don't have to spend any money on Father's Day. And two, I feel like all of that torment and shit like made me who I am today. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Maybe I could have done without some of the mental abuse. Um, but you know, hey, gives it adds some flavor to the to the stew. I don't know. I get like really weird about like changing anything that's happened because even like the the tiniest shit is like the reason that I'm here and like doing all of this. So I feel like yeah, I feel like I just don't want to change much like that, especially because like I wouldn't be me. You know, I wouldn't have this familial trauma <laughs> just coursing pumping and blasting through my veins um so yeah i'd probably just keep things the way they are and it's like now i just have one super awesome parent rather than like two mediocre you know yeah and there would be no unhinged exactly like i'm unhinged because oh god because of everything that fucker did all right what politician are you the most embarrassed that you voted for? I mean, like, I've only voted, I want to say, in two elections, which is not great. No, three? Oh, no, I voted in a bunch of elections. My first election was the Trump-Clinton election, which I am embarrassed to say, but there was not that level of urgency to vote when I was younger. Like, yeah, there was, but, like... Even if a Republican won, it wasn't like, oh, wow, we're going just straight to Handsmaid's Tale, like, Gilead, that's what that place is called. <laughs> now it's like, okay, there's a very sense, there's very much a sense of urgency. Um, I would probably say Joe Biden. Um, he's been pretty underwhelming. And also just like, I feel like, I feel lied to. Like, I still would, out of him or Trump, I would still vote for Biden. But, like, I don't know. He's just kind of boring me and not really wowing me, to say the least. But it is nice that just, like, rights aren't being threatened daily of being stripped away. I'm just drinking and answering all of these. Chris, pick one. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a juicy answer for that. All right, should we do one more? Let's do one more, and then we'll save the rest for the after show. I'll feel much better about answering these there. <laughs> Okay, you famously lent Chrissy Teigen a coveted bag of romaine lettuce. Do you think that you could toss a salad better than her? Well, what are we talking about? Like, uh, leafy greens, or...? That's up to your interpretation. Well, no, babe, because those are two... 
No, I think she would toss a salad better in both scenarios, to be totally honest. <laughs> she seems like she really has it together, both in the kitchen and the boudoir. I don't know why I just said that like that, but I did. So here it is. Okay, that wasn't... Was that as scary as I was expecting? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. And also the shit that I admitted. Why didn't... What is that with me? Like, I want to know what that, like, brain process is that just was like, Chris, you have to answer all of these. You can't not answer them, you little chicken bitch. Yeah, Justin, I'm going to want to review this episode. (laughs) Oh, I'm like... I'm, like, really just not even joking, because... You know what? I said what I said. I'm, it's my last episode as a 20-year-old. Like, let's... 20-something-year-old. <laughs> let's... I act like I'm 20. Anyways, let's just move on to voicemails. This I'm flustered, and I'm nervous about what I said. I don't even remember what I said, because three sips of wine has hit me straight to the dome. Um, we're gonna do voicemails, because I really need to stop talking. Um, but before we get into last week's voicemails, I need y'all to call in to 310-844-6459. And I need you to call in with debates that you need settled for Chris's court. Dumber the better. Like, I am going to be doing this on my birthday with some friends of mine. And so we are going to help settle some debates that you need. It could be even, am I the asshole? That could be fun if you called in and you're like, am I an asshole? I took a shit on my friend's chest and never used toilet paper. I mean, like, I don't know, but get create or like be, be open. <laughs> I don't know. I'm drunk, dude. Why do I film podcast episodes on empty stomachs and then end up drinking wine during them? S- like same shit, different episode. What is wrong with me? Anyways, let's just get into the voicemails. Um, these are crazy Halloween stories or worst Halloween stories. We know Halloween just passed, but we uh, didn't plan on that until yesterday. <laughs> so, whoopsies. Um, but just, you know, pretend we're still in the spooky spirit or s- something. Hi, Chris. Hi, Sam. Hi, Justin. Hi, Jake. Uh, I just wanted to call in about the uh, worst Halloween experience. I believe that's what it was. It is. Anyway, I had to pause that Statue of Liberty uh, episode to tell this. All right. So, anyway, I was 15. Me and my friends saw. It was the perfect time. Halloween would be the time we smoke weed for the first time. <laughs> so we go out, the four of us, meet up with some skater boys that we like knew from school. Work. We met at this place called the Ghetto. You can bleep that if you want. It's so embarrassing to even say. It's basically like a little skate park. Anyway, oh, met them there actually- at night. It's dark. It's Halloween. We told her dad, or my friend's dad, that we're going to go trick-or-treating. So we have our, like, uh, pillowcases full of candy. We meet up, smoke. One of my friends decides it's not for her and tells us not to do it. We're like, we're already here. We're just going to do it. You don't have to. She literally leaves, goes back to the friend's house, who we're staying at, snitches on us to all of our parents. No. My parents not there. LOL. But anyway, the other parents are there. Snitches on us. It says that we were smoking. We start getting calls from everybody's parents, like, where are you guys? Get home. (laughs) So we decided to take the back road home so we don't get busted. We take the back way, and I shit you not, we are all high for the first time, stoned, and we, like, turn the corner around. Let me just paint the picture real quick. The back road to get back to her house is like the middle of nowhere. I literally grew up like just in the middle of nowhere, country farmland. So we take the back road. We like take this corner and all we see 
creeping over the fence. We're like on this dirt road, creeping over the fence towards us with our flashlights. Uh, flashlights. We like pointed on them, and it's literally like you know how a dog's eyes shine back at you. That's what we see. And we get a little bit closer, and we can see that it's a mountain lion staring right back at us. And us four, as soon as we realize what it is, we're like, what do we do? What do we do? I turn back to look at my friend. She's already like halfway down the trail. She it. She ran. <laughs> so anyway, in my mind, I see her gone. I dip. Long story short, it was so fucking scary. First experience ever smoking. We were scared out of our minds. We finally make it back. We had to go back to like regular way. We make it back home. Stone have to like go through the interrogation with our parents. It was a disaster. Scary. 15 years old. So dumb. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for, for letting me call in. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. Like, I don't know why my brain can't process the fact that I'm like, did they die? And I'm like, no, bitch, she's calling in like 10 years later. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god. Not at one point of that story did I know what was about to happen next. Oh my god. Every story I hear of people smoking weed in high school sounds like a nightmare. Oh my god. Thank god. I mean, I thought drinking in high school was, like, the craziest thing. And by drinking, I mean, like, a Mike's Hard Lemonade at, like, a theater after party. Oh, my God. That is insane. I don't think I'd ever even say the word marijuana again after that. I mean, that's horrifying. Although, on the plus side, you could get home and be like, hey, we could have been eaten by a mountain lion. So, let's just give us hugs and love and kisses and maybe an almond joy. Who knows? Wow, that that was intense. I'm sweating, and I'm now also realizing I didn't put on deodorant today because I'm sweating. Woo! Mamma mia, there I go again. All right, let's hear another. I don't know why I get so on edge during these, but alas. It sounds like the lie that you have suggested people make up where if they're going to get in trouble for smoking or coming home late, they're like, I was attacked, but... That did happen to them. Did I say that? (laughs) You've said it before. Oh, I'm not doubting it for the record. I just don't remember that to save my life. (laughs) I don't remember giving that piece of advice ever, but it sounds like advice I'd give. You're not wrong. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's just hear another. Hi, Chris. Um, So I wanted to leave a voicemail about the worst like Halloween story. Back when I was in middle school, my group of friends wanted to go as, like, the Charlie Brown characters. Oh, that's cute. And so I was the only one that was, like, single out of the group. And so they made me the Great Pumpkin because out of the characters, the Great Pumpkin is the only one that you never actually see in the movie. (laughs) So that was my worst Halloween story. Love you. Love the podcast. Currently watching the Wendy Williams episode. Love the wig. Bye. Wow. That reminds me of Halloween trauma I have. I was in this friend group and I would always, there was this one person who would always assign the Halloween costumes. And no matter what the theme was, it was like, we're all going to be Powerpuff Girls. I'm going to be Ginger. You're going to be Spice. You're going to be something nice. Chris, you're going to be Moa Jojojo, the ugly fucking red <laughs> devil monkey. 
And then it was like, we're going to do Scream Queens. I'm going to be Chanel. You'll be Chanel. You'll be Chanel. Chris, you'll be the ugly devil. It was just like every time I got the fucking worst, ugliest, most misfit character to dress up as. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do to deserve this? So that really resonated with me on just a level that I wasn't prepared to admit on this podcast. But yeah, we're working through trauma. Um, Wow, we're working through trauma. Wow. Yeah, that is never a fun position to be in. But hey, at least you just didn't have to go. If you were the pumpkin that was never seen, you could just have not showed up and been like, I'm in costume. I'm method acting. You're welcome. All right, let's do one more voicemail. And oh, God. Hi, Chris. Um, big fan. Thank Anyways, you. my worst Halloween story is that exactly a year ago, I threw a rager for my 21st birthday at my house, big house party. 80 people show up. It was a, it was huge. Um, so my best friend went missing in the middle of the party, but I was so busy trying to control the party that I wasn't really preoccupied with where she was. Um, but about 30 minutes go by, and I'm just checking on people, making sure there's no fighting. Um, my, I find my friend, let's call her Bertha. I find her. And she's like, Bertha? he's gotten a fight with some bitch in the front yard. And I was like, what? And she goes, and there's a video and I'm not wearing underwear. We were just like tussling in the grass, like rolling all over each other, like hitting each other in the face. And boys were taking videos with a flash and I went commando and I was like, Bertha, why were you not wearing underwear? And she said that it was a confidence boost. So I hope you enjoyed the story. Uh, and don't go commando for Halloween and the chance that you might get in a fistfight altercation. Bye! What the fuck just happened? I don't know why Halloween just gives me the vibe that you should be wearing underwear. Like, Halloween does not seem like the time to just have the puss out. It does not... I I don't know. Does that make sense to anybody else? Just Halloween does not give me the vibe of, like, you know, let's just see how the wind feels down there. I... Huh. Okay. I... Huh? We're going to talk about this one on the after show. I have a lot of questions, and... What the fuck? What? This is this. I, every time I hear someone talking about throwing a party, I am always so glad I've never thrown a party like at my house or something like that because that just sounds like fucking hell. All right. So Boogers entered the chat. Um, she is my new co host. And we're just going to move right along on the episode as if <laughs> this is normal. Um,. I thought it would be funny with my last episode of being in my 20s to talk about stupid shit I did in my 20s. Now, I just want to preface this by saying I'm not um, advertising you do this. In fact, I, if anything, I'm advertising that you don't do this. But um, let's just get right into it. The first one, <sighs> I stole from a pretty big des- uh, <laughs> department store. And every time they would have sales, they never put metal tags on the clothes. 
So I would go into the dressing room with way more than I ever intended. And then I would put some of it in my bag or put it on under clothes and then just leave. I feel bad about it because the department store went out of business. (laughs) It went bankrupt. So like, and it was like a big one. It wasn't like a mom and pop. It was like corporation vibes. So I don't feel totally bad, but I do still, it does. It's yeah. It's something I carried with me till now. I don't even remember what I stole exactly. I remember I stole a t-shirt and like a sweatshirt and maybe a bag. Oh God, Chris, this is awful. Okay. I don't know if we should keep going on with this. Um, the next three all kind of have to do in the same category. I would just like adventure with D rugs, uh, pretty recklessly. And I would have like random sex with strangers and I would smoke cigarettes for like a hot minute I definitely feel lucky that I am in the clear for a lot of things. There's something nice about knowing who you're having sex with, guys. Uh, (laughs) And also knowing, like, if they have diseases or not that you could catch. Also, don't smoke cigarettes. I did it because all of my friends at my first job after college were smoking cigarettes. And I was like, well, I want to leave the office for 10 minutes every, like, two hours. So, yeah, I'll smoke cigarettes. I quit after, like, 30 days. Um, and then, yeah, the drugs, I just, I didn't take drugs from strip. Nope. There was definitely a time at the Justin Bieber concert that I did. So just be careful. That's my advice. And, you know, I think it's good to adventure. Just be smart about it, please. The fact that I'm not dead now that I look back on my twenties is a real miracle. Like maybe I should go to church this Sunday, but then again, maybe I shouldn't. Um, somewhat on the same note, I smuggled <laughs> quite a bit of marijuana with me to Australia, not realizing that it's super illegal in Australia. Well, it was at the time. I don't know what it is like now. And I was also vaping a weed pen on the literal airplane 25,000 feet in the air or whatever, like cruising altitude. It wasn't my best moment, but I had a blast. I have never been on a flight so enjoyable as that one. I was vugged up for like 13 hours in the air, just hitting my vape pen and blowing it through the pillow they gave me, which worked phenomenally. Did the whole premium economy reek of marijuana? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Oh, this was like a stupid thing I did, but my last apartment in New York, there was like an empty parking, like an empty alleyway, like gated parking lot with no cars ever in it. So my friend and I would smoke on the roof and then we would also bring up wine and then we would throw the empty wine bottles off. We would check to make sure no one was down there. But like, it was just really psychotic of me, like really actually crazy to be throwing full wine bottles. But like, okay, hearing and seeing them shatter hit so different. Oh my god, that was that was some crazy shit. Especially as like a 22-year-old, you're thinking like, <laughs> I run this shit. And it's like, no, babe, you are soon to be running from just the cops. Um, oh, this last one I actually privated from my YouTube channel. This was sophomore year, second semester of college. I waited outside Miley Cyrus's hotel, which was the one and only time I've ever waited outside someone's hotel. Looking back, it is probably one of the cringiest things I ever did. It is so... I think waiting outside people's hotels or houses and shit is so fucking weird. 
And like the fact that I did it, I'm like so embarrassed. And it was like right after her dog Floyd got eaten by coyotes. And like it just was inappropriate on so many fucking <gasps> levels. And ugh, it's so cringy. And there, like some paparazzi was there. And t- I have photos of me with my, it was mortifying it's like mortifying to look back on like it really i don't take any enjoyment out of it i don't condone that behavior Ugh! it's like i'd rather have people throw wine bottles off of their roof than wait outside people's hotel uh no i don't condone either (laughs) i'm like wait what did i just say yeah um i did other stupid shit in my 20s however this is what my weed brain could think of. Um, And I think that this list is all that I really want to own up to. You know, I feel, I feel good being honest. I feel good being, well, I don't feel great being honest, but you know, (sighs) let's just, let's end this episode to my last episode in my twenties. Cheers to never being able to relate to the song 20-somethings by SZA ever again. That is probably the biggest reason I'm sad to turn 30, is that the song 20-somethings by SZA will no longer be something I relate to. Cheers, 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 I guess, to me. I don't know. What's my birthday? I think this airs three days before my birthday, so... Mm. Nothing like just some more wine. Now, before we go, I want to leave a comment that was left on the last episode... And I tried looking for a review on Apple Podcasts, but there were no real good ones. So, guys, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, five stars, and tell us something funny, something you love, something quirky. I don't fucking know, but we need some more reviews so we can read them. But (laughs) KAshley81 commented on the YouTube video and said... In all caps, Chris, not you playing with the boobs on your costume while someone tells you their grandma died. I'm wheezing. Yeah. I didn't think about that one. The socks just really had a mind of their own on my chest. So that's that's what happened, guys. All righty. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Unhinged. Thank you for filling my 20s with just so many ups and definitely some downs. Um, I cannot believe I'm the next episode I will be a 30-year-old. I'm really excited about my 30s. I feel like shit's really going to make sense in my 30s. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to Unhinged wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Unhinged with Chris Clemens YouTube channel. If you want to watch the episodes, again, leave a review. It helps us out tremendously and gets us on the charts. And uh, yeah, be sure to join patreon.com slash chrisclemens and I'll see you guys on the after show. Bye! 